0: Welcome to Dunktown, I'm Anastasia and I'm
1: Agata and we have a special guest for you guys today. Um, she is a musician and tarot reader at Dream City Tarot. Her name's Ariana Lenarski. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Thanks Hi. for having me. Of course. Of yeah, course. Such
0: a, we were so excited when you agreed to do that. Yeah, so. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> um, so you are on top of all of those things. You're also a basketball fan.
0: Yes, I
2: am. I do enjoy the NBA. Awesome. And the WNBA. Oh, really? But cool. Mostly NBA. We should gonna, get more into the WNBA, actually. Yeah,
1: we've been feeling that way, too. We got to, we got to, yeah, we're, it
2: starts today. It starts oh, now. Really? Well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. like, oh, all of us together. Yeah, okay. like all of us together. I thought
0: you
1: were saying the league starts today. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I got to get on top <laughs> of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're kind of excited to make this podcast year round since the, WNBA is mostly in the summer. So yeah, once that gets started, we're going to jump right into that. Yeah, that'll cool. be fun.
1: So you're a fan of the Denver Nuggets. Yes, I am. You want to talk about how
2: you got to that point? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm oh God. So I, I was born in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, I only lived there for like a year. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Chicago in the nineties when Michael Jordan was a big mm-hmm. deal. Nice. My parents both loved basketball, but Uh, When I was four years old, we moved to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So when I was in Chicago, it was all about the Bulls. When we moved to Los Angeles, it was like almost immediately all about the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I went to... Then like maybe like five or six years went by. I went to college. And um, when I came back to California, I started to get back into basketball again when the Warriors started to do their thing. Mm -hmm. So like all when this. Basically, all of the aughts, I was out of a little bit. Even le- when LeBron started to come into being and the Spurs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, I kind of was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'll watch the finals, but I'm not going to be super into it. And then I got back into it because of the Warriors streak. I was like, oh, my God, I, I love basketball. Mm-hmm. And I started to glom on to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So what I'm trying to paint a picture of is here – I was always into the winners mm-hmm. and I would just hop. <laughs> I would just hop from team to team yeah. and it didn't feel like bandwagoning to me. What mm-hmm. it felt like is wherever I move, they win. Right. And so <laughs> that's what just sports is, is wherever you go, your teams win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and even when I was in college, I like got into baseball for a little bit. And my friend was a Red Sox fan, mm-hmm. like before they started to win. Mm-hmm. So I became a Red Sox fan and it was just like wherever I would go, whatever I would choose, <laughs> they would start to win. Yeah. And I'm not saying I was a good luck firm. I'm just saying that that's what would happen. It's just maybe a weird are, coincidence. Maybe, well, now the Nuggets are doing really well. Yeah. So I uh, eventually, so the Warriors, you know, they had their streak and everything was going great. And then they started to become the Warriors. Like they started to become obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And for the very first time in my life, I was like, I don't really like this. Mm. I don't like this. Yeah. And I felt a little lost. And I was starting to, they had invigorated me so much that I was starting to really get back into the NBA again. And I was like, I don't have a favorite team. Like, I really don't. And it made me feel weird. And I didn't feel like I could just go back to the Lakers or something. Mm -hmm. So I decided the fair thing to do would be to put every name, write out every single name of every team and put it in a hat. Oh, my God. And then... Pull them all out one by one.
1: I love that. (laughs) That's amazing.
2: And I said to myself before I did it, I was like, I don't want to get the magic. I don't want to get the Raptors. And I don't want to get the Denver Nuggets. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) sure enough, I pulled every single and I did it live Mm. on Twitter. So like people were watching and commenting along like, I hope you get the Kings or like something stupid (laughs) like that. And I got the Nuggets and my reaction was, oh my God, no, no, please, God, no. <laughs> but why? Because uh, I just didn't know anything about them. Okay. All I knew is that they kind of blew it all the time, mm-hmm. like, and, um, but, you know, all the Nuggets fans were like, what's wrong with the
0: Nuggets? And <laughs> yeah. they were like
2: tweeting at me like pictures of chicken nuggets <laughs> and like, you know, I'll have you know, we once, were the eighth seed and yeah. we defeated a first seed, like all these like <laughs> facts that I was like, whatever. Yeah. But then I finally was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck yeah! Like, go Nuggets! Like Nuggets for life! Like I'm. So then I started to get super into the Denver Nuggets, and that was April of this year. Oh no! Wow! So I've only been a fan of the Nuggets for how long has it been? Like nine months. Yeah. Yeah. But you're a big fan. You came wearing a hat. I came wearing a hat. (laughs) You're representing them. Got my. I mean, immediately. Then my friends bought me like I have it now: a hat, a jersey, socks. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: That's amazing.
0: I have to say they have great logos. Mm -hmm. They're incredible. They're so fashionable. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much about the Nuggets. That's awesome. They look great. Denver as a city is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which I've never been to. I'm going to. really really? never oh wow
1: it's great (laughs) yeah you should
2: you should have both been yeah (laughs) Yeah. why
1: (laughs) my brother lives in colorado springs oh cool okay um but i also used to go out there and go snowboarding with my family Mm -hmm. i just
0: went to visit a friend Mm. uh it was a long time ago but it was super fun and the the name nuggets is great (laughs) there's so much play i love it (laughs) i i think there's so much you can play with there I mean,
2: that was part of the reason I was like, "nuggets." And I, I remember thinking like <laughs> a hard lump that doesn't move on its own. Like that seems very anti-basketball, oh, like a piece of rock that doesn't move.
0: <laughs> I just, if you're, if you're one thing that we always do uh, with our fandom is like create new cheers and chants and stuff and like create nicknames, nicknames. Yeah. And the fact that you can call them the nugs is super cute.
1: I love that. <laughs> you don't like the nugs. Okay.
0: Dank nugs. Oh, yeah. Dank nugs is great. It's... Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can... it, could be, it could be chicken nuggets. It could be weed nuggets. It could be <laughs> right. any kind of nugget. Gold nuggets? Actually. Gold nug- is that yeah. what it's from? Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. It's from gold nuggets. That, yes. That makes more sense. Yes.
0: <laughs> I feel like also the whole like minor and like they have the logo with the cross picks yes. pickaxes, mm-hmm. which is I really like uh you could dress up as like an old uh prospector
2: (laughs) (laughs) although that also makes no sense because it's like california gold rush that's true what
0: like Hmm. i what like it's just it is weird do you know the history was it always in denver
2: okay so here's what's funny so, I was trying to do research mm-hmm. immediately when I found out I was like, I gotta get a jersey, I guess. And I found that they used to be called the Denver Larks. Okay. Oh, it was their original name, which I thought was so nice because I'm a really singer. Pretty. And I was like, the Larks. <laughs> so, I wanted to get that. So, they were um, in always in Denver. And I wanna say that Indiana was involved. They, they, oh, was it the were they the Rockets or something? Oh, no, no, no. Maybe it was, so the Rockets were, used to, I think, be in Indiana or something like that. There's something about the word Rockets that mm-hmm. was, I can't remember if it was Denver, if it was Indiana. Okay. Around the same time, because the Nuggets came out of the ABA.
0: Oh, okay. So they were
2: actually originally, um, they were one of the teams that made the crossover into the NBA. But while they were in the ABA, they were the Larks, then maybe they switched to the Rockets, but don't quote me on that, I have to look that up. And then I think they became the Nuggets. Okay. Okay. Yes. Larks is really cute. It was so cute. That's really pretty. And can I tell tell you something? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I asked. I wanted (laughs) to tell you like a secret. Uh, I like that. I I like feeling like I'm hearing a secret. Like I found a strange discovery that way that got me really into the nuggets was when I was trying to look up a jersey. I was searching for it and I was looking at the images and I saw a picture of a witch standing on the basketball court. And I don't know if you guys already know about this or not. No. Okay, Great. I saw a, per- a woman a blonde- with long blonde hair, and she's wearing, like, a full witch's outfit standing mm-hmm. on a basketball court holding, like, a cauldron. Okay. And it said, the Denver Nuggets hire a witch to curse the Indiana Pacers <gasps> during the
1: 1975 ABA. Oh, my God. <laughs> Almost, That's <yeah>. so cool. <laughs> I love that.
2: And I was like, what? Because I'm, like, super into witchcraft. Yeah. So I was like, wow. And I, like, looked at it and I was like, this is... Ugh, I should have gotten. It. I should have shown you on my phone. But she, she looks like Stevie Nicks. Oh, That's great. Like, it's really incredible. That's amazing. So I found that out and I posted it online. I was like, <laughs>
0: "Look at this! <laughs> this is like so." We'll take. To we'll be. look it up yeah. later. Yeah. Yes.
2: We'll, it's put really cool. we'll, we'll put a photo of it with this episode. Oh, oh yeah. Please yeah. do. Yes. Her name is Robata, the Golden Witch of the
0: West. Oh like my god, a dream job. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that so so. Let's dive into witchcraft. So. Uh, you do practice some, uh, witchcraft. Is that correct? I would say that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how did you get into
2: that? Um, I grew up in Los Angeles mm. and it is everywhere. It is impossible to not know a little bit about astrology by the time you're like 10, <laughs> like, you know, your sign. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Uh, I grew up in the Valley, so I'm like a Valley girl. Mm. Uh, and I never really, I wasn't into like Wicca or anything like that. Um, but my friends in high school, we would always like talk about astrology and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we never took it super seriously or anything like that because it wasn't taken seriously and yeah. it still kind of isn't. Um, yeah. And then when I um, started reading tarot, I used to read cards at parties. So then I started reading tarot um, professionally about a year and a half ago. Okay. And then I started to realize that, I started to realize that astrology, tarot, moon rituals, all that stuff is all under the same umbrella of like witchcraft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was one of, and that kind of blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck? Like, these are all the same. Oh, it's all the same shit. Yeah. All this stuff is the same shit. It's all mm-hmm. like secret stuff that women have done for m- a very long time. Yeah. To be connected to each other and themselves basically.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, never thought about the connection between like Los Angeles. I mean, I I've, I haven't lived here very, for very long, mm-hmm. but it does seem like the moment I moved here, but even before I lived in Northern California, people are really right now into crystals and astrology and all of that, like very intensely, mm-hmm. maybe because of the time we live in. I'm not sure. People but, are sort of like looking for meaning, that's but,
1: true. And and there's like in religion, it's like not a big thing here. So right. maybe It's like something else that people can turn to. Yeah. For answers.
2: Yeah. I think it's hmm, part of me is like it's it's yes, people are getting super into it because it's like safer to do so. I mm. think like there's a lot of. When Donald Trump got elected, it was very much like, whoa, maybe we can't, like, trust anything. Like, mm-hmm. that was very much like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I think yeah. um, that sudden, like, complete – well, not complete. It's really, like, mostly white white people <laughs> like, <laughs> suddenly, suddenly being like, what the fuck? And everyone else being like, yeah, we know. Um, but I think that's very true people looking for meaning um, – yeah. And I the thing that bothers me sometimes is that people are like, ah, people don't want to try to have a sense of control, like they're trying to have, you know, and I think that's like the wrong way to go about astrology, tarot, yeah, um, connecting to the moon and stuff like the crystals, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it's supposed to sort of be a way to connect, mm-hmm. which is probably, is it's it's a very like love-based, connection-based, witchcraft is love, mm-hmm. which is like a cliche thing. To, I mean, actually, it's not cliche. It just sounds bizarre. <laughs> but that's, that to me, like it's cliche because I say it a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's like the secret of all of it, basically.
0: Cool. Do you feel like you've had a, because you mentioned when you would move to a place and a team would start winning... Did you, even, <laughs> even when you were younger, did you feel like you had some kind of like, I don't, I don't know what to no. call it, like an extra, no. you know? No. I was, I thought teams won. There was no,
2: <laughs> so. there was no losing mentality in my head. <laughs> I was like, if you go somewhere, your team will win. That's my, how my life works. Yeah. So that's what it is. So it never even, I was never like, I'm a lucky charm. It was like you, your teams win. That's, did you play basketball? I played, you know, in, a, in an after school program, mm-hmm. but I was never on a team or anything like that. My parents were went to Indiana University, mm-hmm. so oh, they were wow. like Hoosiers. My mom was at the... I think my, both my parents were at the um, finals, the NCAA finals when Isaiah Thomas oh and God. Bobby Knight were there. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure they were there for the championship. I can't remember what year That's that was. That's crazy. 1981, maybe? So they were super into basketball. Mm-hmm. And then... I was born shortly after that, and they would always watch games and stuff like that. Wow. Awesome.
0: Well, can we talk about players? Yeah. Like, yes, who yes. are some players that, because, you know, we've covered oh. the Nuggets a little bit, uh-huh. yeah. but who are some players on the Nuggets that we should look at? Okay. And then just in general, not necessarily okay. on the Nuggets. Yeah. All right. So, right now, Jokic. Oh, are, yeah. are you guys yes.
2: familiar with Jokic? Okay. So he so the team is super young. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure everybody on the in the starting lineup is under 25. Okay. They're very very young. Um the Jokic is the star. Mm-hmm. He's large and can shoot um which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um and his passing is insane. So he's he's also everyone on the Nuggets looks terrible. Like every I mean this I mean, like <laughs> I'm saying this from a <laughs> All NBA sexy list <laughs> oh, point okay. of view okay. of like, I stare at them and like, Jokic always has like a runny nose, like running down oh the my court. God. <laughs> and like, his face is like, all, he just looks like bread to me, like all <laughs> mushed up. And he's just so not a star, like at all. Like, I look at him, like, oh god, are you the face of the NBA? Like, I'm trying not to be superficial about it, but I like, you know, I watch him because they're cute. Yeah. And Jokic, Yeah. <laughs> yay. So, uh, <sighs> So there's him. I got to show you guys this photo. Like there's just this photo of the Nuggets like trying to pose and they don't know what to do with their hands. <laughs> and one's holding a ball with his arms like crossed <laughs> over the ball.
0: <laughs> the most unnatural way to hold a <laughs> yeah. basketball. Like, it
2: looks like you've never held a basketball <laughs> before in your god. Oh, I, yeah. I love that. So they're a really dorky team um, and a quiet team. Uh their 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 locker room is very quiet. Mm. Um, so there's Jokic. Then we have Will the Thrill Barton, who's currently injured. Okay. So I haven't seen him that much. But when he comes back, he'll be really, you know, he'll be really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Harris. Okay. He is very consistent. Um, he is a guard, mm-hmm. and he's if he gets out on the court, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Like he's just he's consistent night after night. Gary Harris's nickname is Gary Harris. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Officially. <laughs> that's so funny. Which is so weird. It's also just like such a normal name. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gary Gary, Harris. I'm Gary yeah. Harris. I play
2: in the Nuggets. He's really cute.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, as far as Nuggets go. Like,
0: <laughs> it's, There's not much competition. <laughs> no, there's like, like none at the top of the list.
2: <laughs> um, he is also called Harry Garris. Okay. So you can call him Harry Garris, Gary Harris, or quote Gary Harris. Okay. <laughs> and that's all fine yeah i love that then there's jamal murray who's the blue arrow Mm -hmm. and he uh had that Almost was it sixty point game against the Celtics? No, maybe it was just fifty. But mm. he was the reason that Kyrie Irving threw the ball into the stands. Oh, oh that's we, right. we did talk about that. Yeah. Oh. Yes. when I—that's when I lost my crush on Kyrie actually, because I had a big crush on Kyrie Irving. Me too. We but he him a bad, bad boy, like such a baby. Yeah. He acted like such a baby. Yeah.
0: That's ridiculous. It's like let this guy get his, you know, fifty yeah. points or whatever it was. Yeah.
2: Yes, I totally agree.
0: Yeah, I really lost my crush on him.
2: Um, and then else is there then there's paul milsap who's okay. also doing pretty well jamal is the kind of oh this guy like he's the point guard and mm-hmm. he's like everyone's a little stressed out about him when he's on he's really on but he's also like the last guy you want in the
0: last like 30 seconds of a game no offense to him he but gets <laughs> like nervous butterfly tummy kind of
2: he just makes you really stressed out oh. like you just aren't sure if he's gonna follow through yeah um And then there's kind of a rotating last um, forward. It's either like um, Wancho Hernan Gomez, who's actually doing pretty well, or um, this guy named Tori Craig, who I don't care about. Um and then they have a really strong bench and there's all these people but the main people you should know is Jokic for sure mm-hmm. and then probably Gary Harris I would say okay so when did Carmelo Anthony leave the <laughs> Nuggets <laughs> I actually don't know he mm-hmm. went to the Knicks after them I think that's right yeah so he actually did really great on the Nuggets mm-hmm. um, yeah I remember that they that's something weird about the Nuggets too they have they had Carmel Anthony they had JR Smith mm-hmm. they had Allen Iverson at one point like mm. they have like these people that you're like oh my god <laughs> like they're so like they have such intense personalities yeah. um but the nuggets have never like they've never made it to the finals really yeah
1: hmm.
2: not in the NBA in the ABA they did then that witch cursed them and they haven't been back since <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the curse
1: backfired <laughs>
0: I always am fascinated by the altitude mm. in Denver because it seems like teams will come there and it can't, it's hard for them to play in mm. that altitude. They can't catch their breath. Yeah. They have like the <laughs> ultimate home game advantage totally. because yes. of that. Yes. I mean, I think other, That's other places it's like, it's really cold or whatever, but the altitude you cannot get away from. You right. can't like change the temperature and be fine, you know? Yeah. Totally.
2: That's a li- That's actually true. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that's a true stat? I I, I had heard that yeah, before. Yes, it's yes, yeah. true. They have their home game advantage is insanity. Yeah.
0: That's, that's so top. cool. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, I don't know.
1: It's like on Top Chef when they um, did a season in Denver and all the cooking was wrong because nobody <laughs> oh. knew how to cook in high altitude and it was just a bad choice for a location. It's... <laughs>
0: That sounds like such a disaster. Whoever chose that location probably got fired. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's such a cool... Um, I, I don't know how to say it, but almost like the the team is like, come up to our lair.
2: Really? No, really. It's a weapon.
0: Yeah, it is a weapon. Yeah.
2: It reminds me of like when Napoleon tried to fight in Russia. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> Russians w- always win wars because no one can fight in their conditions, right? <laughs> That's crazy. So <laughs> so don't
2: talk about that in this political climate.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> uh, take it back. Please don't win any wars, Russia.
1: <laughs> so, so Carmelo Anthony was great on the Nuggets and then he lost his mojo.
2: Well, he well, he was on the Nuggets and he went to the Knicks and then at some point he was with LeBron, right? Didn't wasn't he on the heat? Am I making that up? I don't know. I think he Mm, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I think he's part of the banana boat. Gabe, crew. Gabe, <laughs> Gabe does look
0: babe it up. Not, does, <laughs> he's, oh, babe. I he's, babe. <laughs> you guys should call him babe. <laughs> hey, babe, look it up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I, I mean, it's only... I mean, we got to give him a break, though. He's like the same class as LeBron. Yeah. Like, and all, there's only, I think, like three or four other players in the whole league who are still even around. Yeah. Right. So like, I'm not surprised that he's washed. Mm. Like he's been doing this forever. Yeah. I think yeah. he's like 34. He's having a totally normal decline. It's just that yeah. because of LeBron,
0: he seems pathetic. Yeah. yeah. And LeBron's he's always,
2: he's always connected to him. Like, yes, And he always will
1: be.
0: I feel for Melo because I feel like even when they were in high school, he was constantly being compared to LeBron. Wow. And like they were, uh, you know, when LeBron got the first pick and, Carmelo got, like, the third or whatever, I remember people saying, like, oh, Carmelo's pissed because he thinks he's better or whatever. And I think people were putting, like, a lot of words in his mouth, a lot of pressure on him. It's like, can you imagine your entire career being compared to, like, one of the best <laughs> yeah. possible, you know... Uh, Goat? Yeah. I, I feel like if I was constantly compared to Miss Cleo... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs> She's the GOAT. <laughs> She's no Miss Cleo. <laughs> She's the GOAT of tarot reading. I love that. Gabe,
1: do you have an answer?
2: What's the rundown of Melo's yeah, fucking... What teams? Team, uh,
1: team status. O oh, three oh, 3 to 11 on the Nugs. Uh, 11 <laughs> to 17 on the Knicks.
2: Oh, so he was never... <laughs> why do then, I think... Oh, that's it. I must just compare him to LeBron because he's been... That's just what you said. Yeah. yeah he's just playing, but for some reason, I thought he was part of the Banana Boat Squad. But... Maybe I'm wrong about that. It was that was him, Chris Paul, and oh, so he just Chris joined. Bosch. He just joined in the heat. Okay, yeah. So he just joined them on the boat. Yeah. Not he didn't join their team. He was just on the boat. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it totally makes sense that he's like he's not going to play anymore. Uh, I mean, he might. He might. Yeah, he might.
2: And also, like. I mean, we can find
0: out. <laughs> he, maybe he'll go abroad. Like, I know Amari Sotomayor is in Israel now. He is? Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. And so it's just like, you you can't be the best necessarily, but you're still having fun and making money mm-hmm. and get to live abroad for a little bit. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Totally.
2: Um, It would be stressful to go to China. I don't know. Just to be like, you're in China now. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy.
0: That reminds me, there was a movie about an American baseball player that plays in Japan Mm -hmm. in the 80s. Do you remember this movie, Gabe?
1: Mr. Baseball starring (laughs) Tom Selleck?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. My mom was a huge fan of that movie, so we watched a bunch when I was a kid. And it it was all just about like how hard it was for this. Quote, huge fan of the movie. Your mother was in love with Tom Selleck. (laughs) That's for sure. That's actually totally true. My mom (laughs) had these crushes on like the late eighties, early nineties men. She had a poster in her closet of Kevin Costner. oh my like, god <laughs> <I love that. laughs> where you like open her closet door i'm like oh this is your like your secret uh was your dad like around
2: yeah oh, that's funny
0: <laughs> chill dad <laughs> <laughs> and my mom would like pause the part in lethal weapon where you see mel gibson's butt
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> she's great my mom very notoriously horny mom
1: <laughs> yeah that's true that's canon for the show yeah
0: but my parents are divorced. Uh, okay. So I was
2: waiting for that. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to be like, is your dad satisfying your mom? Like, I didn't want to like, straight up ask that because that's insane. Women should be able to satisfy themselves, whatever.
0: But my. my it's not a man's responsibility. And <laughs> I
2: don't think I would know that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, I don't
0: know. Your mom tells you when she's feeling horny. <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: I hope that you don't know that.
0: But my dad, both of my parents are wildly inappropriate. They're both foreign. Well, my dad's American, but his family's Greek. And my mom's Cuban. And I feel like there's like a lot of nudity oh, wow. in my house also. What? Oh my God. <laughs> like nude Is this new to you? Your eyes I are huge. I didn't know that. No, I just mean like a. we had this big painting of a nude woman.
1: No. I thought you meant you guys were all You walking around.
0: There. Yeah, that's what I also <laughs> my <immediately laughs> thought. My dad did walk around in his underwear all the time. We'd be like, dad, put clothes on. My uh, friends are coming over.
1: <laughs> my dad did that too. <laughs> yeah what my dad's also a
0: i
2: am not weird here.
1: my dad's a foreigner too so okay. that makes
2: sense
0: Does <laughs> it? It? <laughs> like also i like i don't know
2: yeah there was lots of
0: well, nudity was not it. like a thing
2: wait where's your dad from from poland from poland mm-hmm. okay okay your pe and your dad is
0: my dad's greek? greek and my mom's cuban oh i don't know I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, does that I can't mean make anything? a call. I can just say, I'm sorry to both of <laughs> you.
1: I mean, in, in Europe, it's like a lot less of a big deal. Yeah. I think, right. it,
0: I think I think both, for both of my parents, like nudity was not a big deal at all. Like we would watch movies where people were naked and mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah, me too. They weren't closed, like covering our eyes or anything. Right. And then me and my siblings and my aunt, who kind of like is closer in age to us, we all are like not into nudity. <laughs> like I'm very covered up all the time. I think because of that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like you get too yeah, much. Yeah, who of wouldn't want
2: to rebel against their horny <laughs> naked mom? <laughs>
1: yes, I get it. <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, what do you, what, who do you expect to see in the finals this year?
2: Ugh. Um, the Denver Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. If they were to win, I would quit my job, which is not even, is barely a job. (laughs) I'm just tore the town. (laughs) No, I would just tore the nation and be like, I have have a revelation. I I did this. I would say if they win, you have a gift. I have a gift. Yeah, Yeah. And I did it. That's true. So I really hope that they win. Um, if will. they win,
0: we will quit our jobs and become your oh. disciples. Oh, yeah.
2: I, we'll travel the country.
0: We'll travel the country. Like, we'll, everyone will be in my wake. Teams we'll just, could hire you exactly. to, like, come and make yes. them win. Yeah, I
1: mean, put spells on <laughs> exactly. people. Like yeah. The Stevie yes. switch. You
2: get it.
0: You get it. <laughs> um,
2: that would be but, amazing. Yeah, it's going to be the Golden State Warriors and the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think, too. Yeah. I mean, maybe... What? The Warriors are having a terrible losing streak. Yeah,
0: they're Um, not doing well.
2: Yeah. uh, And Curry came back and it didn't matter. Right. Um, What is it? Like nine losses or something like that? Yeah. Mm. So maybe nothing gold can stay, you know? Yeah. That's what I hope.
1: We're still really, but we're still at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I still feel very cynical about it as well. I feel like it's going to be Warriors, Raptors
0: the the warriors kind of had a rough season last season too with injuries and lots of yeah.
1: stuff was out a lot right Over yeah that season?
0: but i you just i feel like you we don't know right now because yeah. like clippers are number one in the west which is cuckoo mm-hmm. and who who knows maybe the clippers are gonna pull it out that would
1: be amazing <laughs> i would love it if the clippers won
0: see we are new well i'm a new clippers fan because i just moved here You've been watching them for a couple of years. Yeah.
1: I love the Clippers.
2: Oh, so, so you guys both. Okay. So you also didn't have NBA teams.
0: No. So we, um, I grew up in Arizona, so I liked oh. the Suns, but the Suns are also hard to love because they just yes. are tanking all the time. Right.
1: So and then I grew up in Dallas. So I oh, what
2: the hell you guys are abandoning <laughs> these like interesting
0: teams?
1: <laughs> no, I love the Mavericks. I, the Mavericks are. We did an episode about the Mavericks today.
0: Yeah, we just watched um, their game against the Rockets, which was so fun.
1: Yeah, it was really fun to watch, and they've got a good they've got a good rookie, and he's a real cutie pie. So we're on board. Um, so I love the Mavericks, and then I, when I moved out here, I started going to Clippers games, um, and then. Uh, I'm a brand new Lakers fan.
2: Oh, cuz of LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but uh, we so essentially this podcast came out of us watching the playoffs together last year and we just had Ooh, so much fun. How did that inspire <laughs> anything
2: it's because such a terrible time. We love
1: we love the like the drama of what's happening like Outside of just the game, we love to see like
2: oh, of course, the boys
1: get really wild. Um, oh yeah, you know off the court. Yes, uh, in that's ninety five percent interviews. of what's fun. Yeah, on social media, we love all that stuff. So um, plus the
0: the Rockets Warriors matchup was really yeah. exciting last yeah. year. I mean, because the Rockets really it felt like they were going to beat them, um, and then going into the the finals. It was just like I think it was that first game where the they went into overtime and they were Mm -hmm. like fighting. Yeah. (laughs) Tristan Thompson was like shoving
1: a basketball into some dude's face. I was like, this is fun. Like I wanna watch more and I wanna like understand more of the like history of what's going on. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're like really trying to learn more about the teams and like follow along with it's already been so dramatic. It's been five weeks since we started doing yeah, this. Yeah, you got
2: a really dramatic year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's been,
1: like, there's so much that we can't even talk about everything. We have to, like, do a recap of the week, but we can't even get to all the stuff that happened because yeah. we're like, we just don't have enough time.
0: So we've kind of been, I think in the past, we were like, only would know about one team. Like, I would watch the Suns without knowing anything mm-hmm. about the rest of the NBA, mm-hmm.
2: Which makes sense because it was kind of before the internet.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. It was hard to you, learn about yeah. it.
2: Unless you like picked up the sports
0: section right. of the newspaper. <laughs> I'm not reading a newspaper. <laughs> I'm 10. <laughs> yeah. Give me the comics section. Exactly. So so I feel like now we're kind of spreading ourselves out where mm. we're like really trying to learn about all of the teams. And like I I feel this because I'm not a very competitive person. So I feel this draw where I'm like, I still love the Suns and I love watching like Booker who's really great, but you know, I still have this like connection with the warriors, but also like, it's so fun watching Giannis play and it's like really, you know, the, the, um,
1: we watched the Clippers beat the Warriors. Yeah, we were at the game. Oh wow, and incredible! She was she was on board. Yeah, you know? even like, though she loves the Warriors. Yeah,
0: it's like it's just fun. I was fun. like cheering was like, <laughs> on both teams, but also like so excited that the Clippers won. I mean, yeah,
1: it was a great game too. Yeah, should we get into the reading? Yeah. Oh yes. So you're gonna do a special basketball themed spread for us
2: today. Yes, I am. Can you explain <laughs> it a little bit? <laughs> I hope I can. <laughs> I found this spread online. <laughs> so what we're gonna do? This spread is created by Lady Lorelai. It's with five cards, one to represent each position: the point guard, the shooting guard, the small forward, and then she calls them forward B and forward A, which is weird. <laughs> um, and I'll explain that. Um, Gabe, would you like to play that those tracks? So this is some spooky music that I always like to play. I'm just going to set up here. Ooh, I like this already. So now we're going to create a little... Uh, I'm setting up some crystals here. Pretty. Yes. You feel free to provide color commentary. As yeah. I yeah. Look. So... Uh, We've got a
1: rose quartz. We've got... Um, yeah. What kind I, of crystals? Is this an is? agate?
2: That is... These are both amethyst, mm. I think. One is like very rocky mm. and one is very smooth. Mm. This one is... So what my my thoughts on crystals are that they don't really do anything but they are good reminders of um, concepts. Mm. So this one is for transformation. This is a purple, a very large purple um, amethyst. Mm. This small, smooth one is for clarity, Mm. clarity of thought. There is a um, malachite, which is a small, hard green rock, and that's for protection. Mm -hmm. There is a rose quartz for heart opening. You always see that one for like romance and stuff like that. And then there is, I can't remember the name of this one because I struggle the most with this concept, which is like um, magnetism and drawing in and like yin feminine receptive energy. Mm. I can't remember the name of it because I won't let myself. Your brain's just rejecting it. I reject this. (laughs) It might be jade, but I don't really remember, which is hilarious. I'm going to have to. So now you're lighting a candle. Yes. So the, so the, um. Crystals represent the suit of pentacles, which is earth. Now I'm lighting a candle to represent the suit of wands, which is fire. We're listening to... Oh, and we have water here for cups. There's the suit of cups is water. And I'm lighting a small thing of incense. Neither of you have asthma, do you? No. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I should have asked (laughs) that way before this moment. This is to represent air. So... I would, who would like to go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So what I'm going to have you do is, is think of something that you would like guidance about. It can be anything big or small. And this is the first time I've ever done the spread. So we're going to see how it works out. Okay. So shuffle these cards. And um, you can shuffle them any way you like. And you've never had a tarot reading before, mm-hmm. is that right? Okay. Nothing bad can happen to you. <laughs> um and you can um, share your question with me okay. or you can keep it to yourself. It's probably more practical to share it with me. Okay. And spookier not to. So <laughs> it's up to you.
1: Okay. I'm going to I'm going to ask a, a romantic question. Oh.
2: Um,
1: basically what does my What does my future hold? Great. Romantically,
2: I just dunked out my incense (laughs) in my water. (laughs) This was too smelly. Okay. Now, whenever you're ready, you can set the cards down. Okay. So, and so what? What people listening should picture is a basketball court. Uh and now at the top of the key we're pulling for the first card, which is gonna be the point card. This will be the overseer. This is where you are now. Okay. This is gonna be your guide. Oh, so this is the reversed six of wands. So when this card is upright, it represents victory in a lot of ways. It represents like defeating your enemies mm-hmm. and kind of feeling as though you're on on top of the world. Mm-hmm. It's a very binary feeling, though. Like, it's not like, oh, we all came together in harmony. It's like, I won. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it's reversed, it can often feel like I lost. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, very very much binary. And it's funny, too. May I ask if you're straight? Mm -hmm. Okay. So wands often represents, it's like a very phallic Mm -hmm. symbol. (laughs) Okay. So there's a little bit of a sense of, like, I feel like I'm losing in love or something. It's like that. It's like that sort of like. Okay. Why can't I win that man? It's mm-hmm. like ter- it's strangely like heteronormative in that way, which mm-hmm. is funny to see it like that. <laughs> um, but you know, there's there is a sense of like it's probably not as it's probably not as hit or miss as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you might know that even in your own heart of like, why do I see it like? Why do I even think of it that way? Mm-hmm. Like, why does it ha- why. The deeper question is like, do I have to feel like a loser because of this? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. a deeper set. It's like a sardonic way of your, that you're looking at yourself of like knowing that you're a whole person. And yet there's still this feeling of like, why do I feel like a loser when yeah. it comes to this area? You know what I mean? Something like that. But you're, but you're aware that that's silly, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like a joke. This is a jokey first card to get,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So it's like, on brand. It's like a, <laughs> a guy brand. on a horse <laughs> yes. and he's carrying like a, a staff. A and long then, wand. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of people behind him also carrying. There's Staffs,
2: six of wants. them. And he's got laurels hanging. Yes. So it's a sense of like, um, where are all my dicks? It's like that. <laughs> it really is. That like, I'm great. sorry to say, but it's really like, well, where is it? Where are they? <laughs> um, but in that jokey voice where you're like, it's not that big a deal, but kind of, you know, it's like that. Yeah. Um, So now um, the second position and Lady Lorelai states it as this is the guard, the shooting guard, I suppose. This guards you or you must guard against this. So before I pull it, I'm going to say that this means um, this is a challenge for you. This is the challenge or the foundational reason for what the struggle will be, Mm -hmm. what the struggle is. Oh, my. Okay. We have the high priestess here. That's fascinating. Okay. So the high priestess is actually the most feminine card in the deck. Like this is really about um, there is, to me, this is a lot about you getting in touch. It's funny just that I'm here uh, about you getting in touch with a more like psychic part of yourself, actually, mm-hmm. like um, being very comfortable with your own intuition and being very comfortable with your own f- um, more stereotypical, feminine um side that is not as active so i'll I'll ask you a question do you feel like an active person when you're pursuing relationships do you like to be the active one or do you like to be the one that's more passive because i I should ask before i passive okay so (laughs) it could be that there's an overabundance of this then Mm. because she's the ultimate she's the ultimate like um, I don't speak until I'm spoken to. You, I'll, I'll, I'll know. Uh, I know, I know all, but mm-hmm. I do not speak until I'm spoken to. Mm. So, uh, there's a lot of. That's very important. I mean, I struggle with that like a lot. That's mm-hmm. like why I have that crystal. Mm-hmm. So we'll see with the rest of the spread whether the comment is like like it. It's almost like this is taken care of. That that kind of energy is is there already. Mm-hmm. Do you should you be having more of it is uh, a more active role Mm. is my wonder. I guess we'll find out. Okay. Okay. So for the third card, this represents the small forward. Does that make sense? Yes. The small forward. So this assists you. So this is helping you in your quest. Ooh. Okay. This is important. This card's important. This is the five of swords. The five of swords, when it's upright, often is a very, um, can be a very frightening card because this is often the card of an abuse. This is often the card of like someone who is, does not have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. So what this is here to tell you is, uh, y- you know how I said like this often shows you that you've defeated all your enemies, but it's sort of like a binary mm-hmm. thing. This is the real version of that. This is here, this card is here to assist you to tell you that um, there is no one left in your life that can commit open dishonor towards you. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's no one in your life that can harm you um, in a way like you. Of course, everyone's everyone has the ability to be injured. Like it's not like we that ever end. We're never perfectly safe or anything mm-hmm. like that. But mm. you're at a point now where you can withstand anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no one that can. Um, you in a position that you don't, um, that you can't, you yourself find your way out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that seem different from the past? The, the reason that I would think would that this would come up is that maybe you were in situations before where there was mm-hmm. someone who wasn't like treating you as well as you should have been treated. And then, and now you're in a position where you don't have to worry about that anymore, essentially.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So now for the fourth card, this is this is the um, alternative. <laughs> she says this, alter an alternate goal or person B's goal. I don't know who person B would be. Maybe this is, if you're thinking of, do you have someone in mind that you're Mm-mm. thinking of? Okay. So let's say that this is, um, this is a way, I will say this is an, this is an, Alternative way to the for to the um, path you've been on. Essentially, here's something new that you could try. <laughs> the reverse page of swords. So this card is all about um, gossiping <laughs> and uh, like flirting, kind mm-hmm. of like the reverse page of swords. It's funny, it is kind of like an alternate to the high priestess. Like mm-hmm. the verse page, the high priestess says nothing, does nothing until you speak to her and then she'll tell you it all. Yeah. And the reverse page of swords will go up to anyone that they want and be like, we'll speak to whoever, even when they shouldn't. Yeah. So there's like an opportunity here for you to uh, put yourself out there a little more if you want. And I was curious if something would come up like that. Mm. So I think what this card comes along to say is to not be afraid of your own voice, I guess. Like there's there's space for you to practice in small. It doesn't have to be like a huge change of your personality or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just putting putting yourself out there a little bit to just say the truth of situations, even mm-hmm. if it might be a little bit like weird to do so. Does that sort of totally make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, accurate. <laughs> I mean like he's a silly he's
0: a silly guy but it's like
2: he looks silly he's, he's wearing is. a pink dress yeah he's
0: wearing a little pink dress he's got he's on a hill with some clouds behind him yeah
2: and green tights and most of the time when this card would come up I would tell you to speak less shit but mm-hmm. since but since you got the high priestess as being totally your person mm-hmm. I would say he's actually a bit of a playful kid for you to try to um, experiment with. Kind of, yeah. With your words. That's what it's like. just wants Mm. you to speak out a little bit more. So this last card, card five, is your goal or where where you are headed. This is the overall outcome. Holy shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Such a good reaction. Wow.
2: We pulled the lovers. lovers. Unbelievable. Wow. That's wild. Well, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Um, and it's upright and it's upright does that mean oh that, yeah that's, that's very different oh yeah well okay of course it is very obvious it's the lovers it's, it's a pretty hilarious final card for you to get <laughs> yeah. but even deep I love that card um, it doesn't always even move me in a romantic way what this card really says to you and this is going to help you because you have these two reverse sorts here right so there's there's a bit of fear there's fear of hurting others there's fear of hurting yourself there's fear of Reaching, um, reaching points where you won't feel in control. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of her, c- c- you know, hold, holding back is about wanting to maintain control. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not not that archetype, but a lot of times when we get when there's an overabundance of that, you know what I mean? It's like wanting to stay in control by if I don't do anything, I'll never be responsible. You know, it's like that kind mm-hmm. of idea. So um, what? The Lovers is here to tell you is that you're reaching a point. Yes, it's about romance. Yes, it's about like sexual union, all that kind of stuff. But it's really here to tell you that there's an opening right now. There's a point in your life right now where you get to think about what your personal philosophy is. What are the values that you have that you really care about a lot? Um, How can you take this next step forward in in a romantic way? whatever that looks like to you, that's like totally in line with how you view the world and how you want to be. Um, And naturally your path will unfold in a loving way. And I think that's why I love that card so much because it's like, it truly gives you the blessing that you need to step forward on a path that maybe you know you want to be on but have been a little afraid to take the step forward because you've been wondering where your faith should lie so it gives you this opportunity to explore what is it that you have faith in what is it that you hope for Mm -hmm. and what is it that you care about a lot so it's like such a what a blessing to see that (laughs) it's like well I'll show you the way (laughs) that's great so that's does that seem does that resonate for you do you have any questions about any of these guys what what was this one again? This uh this is the five of swords reversed. So okay. this is often a card of, um, when this is upright, mm-hmm. I and someone is talking about love. I'm like, I don't know if this person's treating you that well. Oh, like that's, that's right. always the card okay. where I'm like, I, I don't know. Like this isn't a yeah, yeah. this isn't a good figure, mm-hmm. because it's always someone that wants to win no matter what. Mm-hmm. They'll do anything to win, and they do not care about connecting. Got it. So when it's reversed, it's like. Letting go of all that. There's no one in your life right now right. who wants to hurt you. The people in your life just want to connect with you, which cool. is exciting.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, getting the lovers at the end was... those yeah, that okay. was pretty great. Oh, photo yes, photo. please do. Very interesting. What do you think?
0: Do you I, g- how well do you know each
2: other, by the way? We know each other
0: yeah. very well. Okay, so what do you We've think? been friends for a long time, and I have to say this feels so appropriate yeah. for Agata. It's very accurate. I think we talk a lot about a lot of what you brought up today. Yeah. So, yeah, it feels very accurate and how and exciting. Yes. I um for example, the the page of swords where you're like, "Okay, this he's he's like normally it's like you would say don't, don't talk as don't much." T- yeah, don't don't be think about how you're speaking. So, every yeah. time you do tarot, is it like is it does it feel like you're Really like connecting with someone since for yes. her, this was like, oh, okay. So I would actually tell you to talk more or whatever. Yes. So I nothing feel like, set in stone. Yeah, for sure. I feel like the, you're con- connecting like energy with people. Is that sometimes like a lot to hold? Huh. Uh, <laughs> that was so not what I was expecting <laughs> to ask. Uh, it depends.
2: I mean, are you
0: tired after
2: you do this? Uh, I feel like, yeah, but I don't feel exhausted. I view it definitely as my job. Uh Do you know what I mean? But, Mm. but because it's my job, I do a lot of like, um, (laughs) psychic hygiene. I don't, I don't, I don't call myself a psychic necessarily, but I'm very sure I'm, I take great care before and after a reading to make sure that everything's, but, um, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, you know what I find exhausting? I find small talk exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like I know that's kind of like, I
0: find small talk really exhausting, <laughs> but that's like why I do this. Yeah, I feel the same way. I yeah. I think I'm a little off putting to some people because I, um, Won't dive in, in too quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I should have asked you guys your astrological science.
2: I just realized oh. I did that. I should try to guess. It's okay. It's fine. You should try to guess. Yeah. I'm Okay astrology is not real <laughs> Scorpio
0: no <laughs> Scorpio No. <laughs> this is interesting wow I did terribly I
1: do know a lot of Scorpios a lot of my friends are Scorpios uh
0: are either of you water signs I'm not I don't know what a water sign in I don't I'm I'm not very knowledgeable about it okay well lo- we'll talk about it after because I want to I want to do your spread so let's do that okay. and then I'll I'm try to guess
2: again Okay, so now we're flipping over to Anastasia. Is that how you Mm -hmm. pronounce her name? Okay. Okay. So thank you both for doing this. So I'm still trying to get the hang of (laughs) how we'll... Maybe I'll try to uh, think of some people to... We'll also think of some basketball players. Oh, yeah. As we do this, because I kind of got lost in just the spread itself this time. So now that we've done it once, let's try to think of... Well, let's all decide. Who... Who do we want to be the point guard? We're so bad at positions. We like never
0: know (laughs) who is what. But a point guard is usually like the sort of... He's the shortest. Yeah.
2: He's like actually a pretty stupid dumb fuck way to think about it is the positions is one through five is usually smallest to tallest. Yeah. And probably in basketball that matters more than any other sport.
0: So like... um, Steph is a shooting guard, right? He's a point guard. He's a point guard. But okay,
2: he, what makes him incredible is he's he's like a shooting point guard because he's an amazing shooter. So it's like that's that's his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ben Simmons,
1: yeah. uh, Allen Iverson, all Russell, the shorties and the cuties. The yeah. The cuties and the shorties. Ru- Russell Re- Westbrook, Derrick Rose, Steve Nash, Steph Curry. All the shorties and the cuties. Yeah. And the cuties and the shorties.
2: Yeah. You're I right. do love. A cutie shorty. Now, <laughs> well, then same. you like the point cards. They're the mo- they're supposed to be the least selfish. Yeah, which is not
0: like Steve gross, Nash was always like my. He's he's probably in that area, right? Yes. He's a guard. Yes,
2: sweet little angel. Okay, so I'm gonna have you do the same thing. Have okay. you shuffle the cards and think about something you'd like guys about?
0: Do you when you get a deck? How do you get a deck? Um, the
2: thing to do the ritual thing to do is to ask a friend if they'll get a deck for you oh wow that's great or you have it presented to you or something like that mm-hmm. but something that is sweet is you say to your friend like I'm interested in becoming a hardcore witch and I was wondering if he would enable me mm-hmm. <laughs> and then your friend is like of course I will yeah Um, which goes along with the philosophy of like tarot is meant to connect mm. so you'll always have this deck and you'll feel connected to somebody who and a Suns fan bought me that deck. Oh, Cody Cop, no way! Bought me that deck
0: from Arizona.
2: No, he was already living here at the mm. time. Okay, okay. So, I'm gonna have you cut the deck once for me. And do you want to share your question or keep it to yourself?
0: Um, my question is more about career. Okay, including the like success of this podcast, I'll say, oh. but. I'm, I'm in a real crossroads career-wise um, and just want to know, yeah. What's the, going on? What's going on?
2: Okay. Which way did you cut it that way? I cut it that okay. way. So this? Yes. All right. So we're going to do the same thing. Oh, this is, this is burning again. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just for <laughs> listeners to know, I'm like spilling ash all over there. <laughs> tip cloth. It's okay. This cloth
0: uh, is very resilient.
2: We've true. spilled many things oh, okay, on great. it. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Here's Steve Nash coming out. Your yeah. overseer. Where you are now, this is your guide. Now let me think of the best. We'll do it right here. Okay, oh yeah. Do you want to make a little bit? Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. So this is the reverse three of swords. It's a very intense looking card. It has a heart, a beautiful red heart that's being Stabbed violently three times by swords with a raging storm behind it. Whoa, when it's reversed, I mean, almost like thank god it didn't come out upright. Reversed is these swords like falling away, Mm. so there's actually a lot going on in your life right now where you may, although things are up in the air, you're reaching a turning point where you're able to probably enjoy yourself more than you ever have. If that makes sense, yeah, you know, there's a lot of old stories that you're letting go of about your self-esteem and your self as a person. There's a lot of past pain that's being released and there's a lot of attempts to speak more nicely to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. (laughs) I just met them an hour ago. (laughs) So I'm really taking a leap. Uh, But I, but that's generally what that card, that's my hit on that is what that's, what that's like for you. So that's very good. Um, This, and it's, I, I like that because when you come from a place like that, it gives you more wisdom than a more naive state, you know? Mm-hmm. Your understanding of your own pain is going to help you help others and yourself, you know? Because you're yeah. starting to get a perspective that's more objective and more healthy for you. Um, The second card, the shooting guard. So let's say this is Michael Jordan. He, <laughs> he guards you You must guard to get this... Let's really, okay. You guys weigh in with me here. So let's see. The Michael Jordan of the spread seems like it would be. How would I call this? This guards you, or you must guard against that. Okay. Well, let's... let's Okay, yes. Let's keep it as it was for you where it's like, this is the Michael Jordan of you. Mm-hmm. This is how, what you're best at. This is what you know you already are like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That seems to be the best way to describe it. Sorry, Lady Lorelai. I want to do it like that. Because <laughs> you obviously don't know shit about basketball. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Okay. So this is funny. This is a reverse three of pentacles. So what I'm going to say about this is in the past, it's probably not... I don't, I don't think it's recent for today. In the past, you may have self-sabotaged yourself by working with people who were not at your level. It is now time for you to work with people who are at your level. Yeah. <laughs> so this is in your, this is in like, this is you growing up and being the one that's always, the one that's doing the whole project yourself. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So you're starting, again, along with this being released, moving into that, you're also moving into a period where people are going to be more compatible with you, going to be more adaptable with you yeah but you have to go out of your way to make to ins- to ensure that you're challenging yourself too mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like put yourself more in positions this is probably the best career advice I can offer looking at that is put yourself more in positions where you're the dumbest and the lamest one there yeah <laughs> stop sh- stop shining <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. go go somewhere where you feel as you're practicing telling yourself more more kind things to yourself and you're surrounding yourself with people who give a shit about you mm-hmm. and are nice to you, uh, have that, have that be more impetus for you to take more and more risks and be with people who might intimidate you. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, so that, that's, show, that's showing me what has been your comfort zone in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean, definitely similar to that was your comfort zone in the past. Mm. So now the small forward. So this is your possible assistance for you. And that for you was... Oh, yes. Realizing that the Five of Swords was no longer there. Okay. So here's your assistance card. (laughs) This is um, the Five of Wands. So similarly to... Fives always indicate like strife and discord and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So similarly to yours was letting go of any fear of dishonor in your life or anything like that. This is letting go of the fear of chaos or needing to throw yourself into chaos all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, This card shows... um, five fellows who are swapping wands at each other (laughs) and you can't tell if they're fighting or playing yeah and this is when it's reversed it's like letting go of all that kind of stuff you don't need to walk into situations and be the mom and like take care of these people that don't know what they're doing like it's over you don't have to do that anymore it's like doubling down on that you know what i mean these are pretty similar yeah like let go don't take care of these boys like
0: it's uh. boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, hitting so <laughs> <up>. <laughs> close to home <laughs> or hitting home. Yeah. Yeah. Are your siblings two little brothers? No. Oh, okay. But I have just like taken care of people my whole life. Yes. And, and it's,
2: I think it's doubly emphasizing that it's dudes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, it's, it's not going to be a goddess. It's not going to be like a gotta. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. Need I say more. You do not. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. It's not going to be me. That's it's, the no. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you after what I think the synthesis of your two should be. Okay. Mm. So here's your alternate goal. This is something else you could do. So that was the op- that option from the deck for you was like, why don't you uh, start talking some shit and flirting and stuff?
0: Mm-hmm. This is for you. What? Why don't you? Oh, wow. Hmm. You need. Oh, that's pretty. It is. Pretty. This is a pretty card. It's got like a hand coming out of clouds.
2: Yes. Ace of wands. Or smoke. This is the Ace of Wands. Yes, a, ca- a hand is coming forward from a cloud, holding on to a wand. So, in this other card, the Five of Wands, the boys are hitting themselves with these wands. This is here to say you've got one too. Uh, all the aces are like pure doses of their suit. Wands are fire. Wands are passion. Wands are conviction. Wands are this feeling of creation of life. They represent the groin in tarot and it's like where things spring forth from. Mm -hmm. And they come along quickly. they are opportunities that come and go. So there's an opportunity for you right now to use creative force in your um, uh, career. Um, And it's time for you to make a bold, daring move. That's what this... That's what this is here to say. Mm-hmm. There's a gift here for you to take advantage of that and make a splash. Basically be the one and, d- and be bold and brave mm-hmm. to do so. Cause you are at a point where you're able to do that. So <laughs> that's just the alternate goal. That's not <laughs> what you have to do. <laughs> it says you can, and this is the overall, this is the overall outcome, your goal or where you're headed no matter what. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. So, um, reversed Four of Wands shows that... Actually, I'm going to pull one clarifying card for that because I want to make sure that I'm right about that. So, there's an opportunity for you coming up. I pulled two more cards. I pulled the Four of Wands, which shows almost like a wedding Mm -hmm. occurring. Um, Two people are in the distance, and there's Four Wands that are holding up like a a chuppah, which is like a Jewish wedding... And then I also pulled the card of judgment, which is the angel blowing his horn as people rise from the graves, and the hermit, which shows an old figure going off by himself. So all these all these three cards come together to indicate that there's a chance for you right now to be to take time to. Um, you've been introspective for a long time. Like you've been on the path searching for your deeper meaning for a while. Mm -hmm. Like you've, you've been trying to figure it out. Um, almost in a mirror image of you where there, maybe that's been avoid, you know, trying to avoid that. And now it's time for you to think about your personal philosophy. You're there. So it's, um, you can almost, when judgment appears, it's like you can hear your calling. And Mm. it it makes you feel like refreshed, reborn, like ready to rise to the occasion. And then that, that indicates, um, you moving into like a rite of passage. This is the rite of passage of like, um, this is always a temporary celebration of a permanent change. So, and they're reversed because that's still, it's still under the water for you. You know what I mean? It's still, I'm not, not under the water. It's just like under the surface is what I meant. Yeah. So, um, allow yourself to come out of this inner, wonder, you know, like deep inner wonder of your meaning and let yourself hear that call. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then I can celebrate temporarily. Yes. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. You have that. Yeah. It's like your graduate. It's like a ceremony. Yeah. You have like a little ceremony for yourself.
0: Oh my God. I should.
2: (laughs) Does that resonate for you? This totally resonates.
0: Yeah. Because I, um, yes. Any specifics would be good. I, I was married Oh, wow. Um, oh,
2: my God.
0: It was reversed. Yeah. Wow. So, I, so that may have actually been what it was about. <laughs> I was taking care of my wow. husband and kind oh of like... Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. And I also... Wow. Like, took wow. Like, before I was married, I was, like, kind of taking care of my dad. And, and then, like, I put off pretty much anything for myself for a really long time. And then um, eventually, like, started... I'm, I'm like diving so too deeply into this maybe, but no no I not started possible. going to therapy mm-hmm. and that kind of created this rift between me and my husband because I was like taking oh care my of God. myself.
2: Oh my God.
0: And eventually we just kind of grew apart mm-hmm. because I think he was like, whoa, this was not what I signed up for. And I was like, I need to change. Wow. <laughs> so this, yeah, this definitely made sense. Yes, take a photo. Yes, yes, please please. Take a photo. And it's all bullshit. <laughs>
2: just kidding.
0: <laughs> I say that at the end of our reading. <laughs> not No, really, not this, really. is, this is actually really great because I do feel like, yeah, I like, I'm very, um, I have like a full belief in, in all of this, but also there's like a logical part of my brain that's like, oh, this is just all bullshit. And we're all just like, you know, uh, what's the word? Like seeing what we want to see or mm-hmm. hearing what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I like completely believe in it. and Yeah. It. I
2: mean, I think the secret of tarot is that it's a, it's both like, it's actually not, it doesn't matter if you believe in it. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in it. It's a bridge to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you use the cards as a bridge to your own subconscious mm. and um our subconscious kind of, all want the same things. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's there's a and that's where it's always like we're all one, man. Like it's <laughs> like that's that's how that all gets involved of like it's not that complicated. Like and yeah. you know, it's it's usually about but not to say though that it's not fucking amazing when that kind of mm-hmm. like when that happens and you ask about love and you get the lovers or like you got divorced and there's the reversed wedding card as if to say like you're now married to yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's such a it's can't it does feel very elegant and
0: very like mysterious. And yeah. I think that's why I love Tara so much. Yeah.
2: Cool. Thank you both so much Thank for
0: letting you. me do that, that was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. I loved it. It's also refreshing or rejuvenating to do stuff like that. I just feel like, okay, cool. Like now I'm gonna go out there and make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um
1: did you say that you did a tarot
2: reading before?
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, my... So, my grandmother was... Uh, she practiced oh, yes, Santeria. Yes.
2: I was going to ask you that <laughs> because one of my best friends is Cuban and she... Her family did Santeria like crazy. Yeah, like, it was... Like, dead chicken. Like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, my mom... Um,
2: I don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my mom
0: moved so far away from that. She hated it, actually, growing up because I think it really freaked her out. She said that when she was a kid, she would happen upon like in the middle of the night, her mom like speaking in voices and taking a spirit into her body and that sort of thing. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, and my, my grandmother was, she just, she only spoke Spanish and I don't speak Spanish. So it was, I didn't really ever feel connected to her. Also, she was very intense and my, my mom did not have a good relationship with her, but occasionally she would come to visit and she would stay with us for like a month and she, I would, like, go under my bed to, like, grab some, you know, something that I had stored under my bed and find, like, a glass of water with wax dripped on it or something and be like, Mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> please t- mm-hmm. tell that well, to, like, not juju my room, whatever God, she's oh my doing. God, oh, my God. <laughs> but then my mom would always be like, no, it's protection, it's protection. Because my grandmother was very, wow. like, I, I don't know what the, the Santeria word for her. it was very white. It was, like, very, like instead of black magic it was like she she only did protection she Mm -hmm. only did um like tarot and Mm -hmm. and really the the sort of like meanest thing she ever did was like a an evil eye where but Mm -hmm. but that's protection as well where it's like she my mom said one time that she came home and there was a huge evil eye painted on the front of their house (laughs) and she was so embarrassed (laughs) she's like the neighbors are gonna see this And my grandmother was like, that's right, because they're talking shit about us. (laughs) And then, uh, but anyway, so one time my grandmother read my cards and it was a very turbulent time. Like my parents were having problems right before they got divorced. And she was like, your parents will get divorced. Oh my
2: goodness. And I'm,
0: you know, 11 or 12. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Mm -hmm. And she also was like, you're going to get married young, which totally (gasps) happened. Oh God. There's like a lot of stuff that she told me at that time that like I did not want to hear but actually kind of came true. Oh boy. And then... um See, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too scary for me. She was v- a very scary woman. Um, <laughs> but then when my husband and I were having problems, I, I went to a holiday party where there was a tarot reader and I said, I'm really curious about my career. And she pulled my cards and she was like, nope, uh, it's your love life that's in turmoil. Wow. She like pretty much was like, all of this is saying not your career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it gave me like a shudder in my <laughs> chest. <laughs> wow. All right. We should probably wrap up. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, where this is. Oh, down. no, that's that. That's tarot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We You're had so welcome. Thanks for time.
2: being my guinea pigs with
0: the new basketball of spread. Let's work out some kinks. But of course it was so fun. It was great. And is there anything that you want? Like, how can people find you? Find me on Twitter. You can find me at Dream City
2: Tarot or just my regular account is Ardvarsk. And that's A-A-R-D-V-A-R-S-K. And that's basically (laughs) all I care about right now. (laughs) And they can contact you for tarot readings, right? Yes, please do. That's so great. Anyone can reach out. I do remote readings, So uh, it doesn't have to be in person.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, you guys should do it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you, guys. You. Thank you. Um, if any listeners want to hit us up at, <laughs> on email, hi at dunk.town.
1: <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at dunktownpodcast. Um, thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our beautiful song and um, Andrea Dominguez for our design and logo. Um, love you. Love you. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Bye.